There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Experience on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hello, darlings. Uh, we've got a cereal beef. Yeah, uh, this is a perennial problem in cereal town. Mm. Let's uh, get the mayor of cereal on the horn because, in fact, I feel like the mayor of cereal town lives here because Probably. this is kind of cereal town, right? It really is. We are we are the confluence of many cereal makers and distributors i got a cereal beef okay what's your cereal beef okay my cereal beef is this story that i saw recently um elf the movie has a cereal out actually general mills is releasing elf cereal 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 just in time for the holidays and i thought oh i love the elf movie um maybe this is something we could try for cheat day friday you guys we're not wasting our time i mean we would totally try this so i'm not saying we won't if that's what you want to do i'm just saying it's lazy la to the zy i'm sick of these lazy um celebrity serial tie-ins oh my gosh you are they are so lazy Because let me describe for you elf cereal. Okay. Sweetened corn puffs and holiday tree marshmallows. Okay, really quick. So sweetened corn puffs, those are kicks. Yeah, it's kicks. It's kicks with lucky charms. With and and by the way, the marshmallows kids are trees. Now, I it's been a while since I've seen elf. I I am not like Probably a lot of the audience who watch it every year. And many times. And many times. But I ask you, Mm -hmm. of the shapes that come to mind Mm -hmm. when I say the movie Elf, are trees among them? No, I mean, honestly, like you could do like a little elf hat, a little elf shoe. You could do even a Santa. You could even do the shape of actor James Cunt. Yeah. Or you could just do what they did on the box and have like an uh, an uh, elf, an elf-shaped yeah, marshmallow. True. So the L in the elf, you know, is Will the Will Ferrell character, mm-hmm. right? They put that on the box. Why couldn't they do that in the series? What I'm because saying they have is, to make a new mold, Bradley. I and am. They not- already have the tree mold. Hey, hold on. Where do I go here? <laughs> I can't find the ding. So you get that. Okay. That's the ding. <laughs> you get the dolphin of. Right approval the, the, the dolphin por- of correct the porpoise of purpose the yeah. porpoise of purpose yes because it's not that i have a problem with celebrity cereal i i'm all here for your donkey kong cereal yeah. i'm here for your mr t mm, i am mr. here for your t pac-man cereal. cereal 
I am not here for your lazy. <laughs> I don't want to say ASS because this is serial town, mm-hmm. and I have to. I have to be in public, mm-hmm. so I don't want. I don't want the, the serial heads <laughs> to, to come, come for me. To come out, yeah. Um, you don't know in this town. But this is just all like a rebranding. It's, it's all it is. It's They're like what they like, did with Golden Girls. What did they do with Golden Girls? Nothing. I do not remember this. So the I have a box of Golden Girls cereal on my um, uh, bed. Yes, next to me in bed <laughs> at all times. No, uh, in my off my home office, uh-huh. and it's literally because Funko is actually behind a lot of these cereal tie-ins. Mm-hmm. It's literally lavender colored. Um, Cheerios or Fruit Loops? Mm-hmm. It's just a O that's lavender colored? No. No, that's lazy. Like, is there anything golden They just threw about some that? food dye in the Cheerios. Yeah, they're like, what can we eat quick? We got to make some money. Again, I am totally a sucker for cheap promotional opportunities. Yeah, you're like, take my money. <laughs> take my money. I went through and I was looking earlier at, um, you know, like movie, TV movie cereals. And there were so many good ones from the olden days where they actually got in a room and said, oh, cool, what could we do um, with TV movie serials to, you know, get the kids uh, buying stuff? Well, the first thing they did is, you'll remember correctly, put fun toys in the cereal. Uh, thank you. Uh, yeah. Do they do that anymore? No. 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 You know what? That is rude. I am angry about yeah, that. Yeah, cereal has become real lazy. I spend good money on cereal, and we never yeah, get any toys. Exactly. What? They don't have toys no, in the cereal there anymore? there aren't toys no. in the cereal anymore. And how, listen, this is, oh. They had oh, Jaws wait, cereal no, that I'm had mad. real blood. No, they didn't. No, they didn't. <laughs> but seriously. They did have Jaws cereal. Seriously, I just realized I've been hoodwinked, because this whole time, I thought... Uh, I forgot about like I've eased into cereal buying as an adult <laughs> and it's made me forget how glorious cereal used to be as yeah. a child they because had, of all those toys. Get this from 1980 something or other. They had E.T. cereal, which was a peanut butter, chocolate flavored, crispy, sweetened two grain cereal in the letters E and T. Ouch. Ow. So it looked like E.T. I it it had that, to eat too. that brown. <laughs> shredded your mouth. That brown E.T. color. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> But they Wait, also you it or after. But they also had a 1984 Grammy winner ET storybook album offer and coupon inside. Yeah, see you got some stuff for eating that crap. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, and I'm looking at the Batman cereal. You could get but not limited to a frisbee, a t-shirt, no, a free comic book. You used to be able to get really cool stuff just by eating cereal. I mean, yeah, we my favorite thing. And, and do you remember this is what we did as a child. So you took the bag out of the yep. um, box, box, you dumped it into a big bowl, mm-hmm. fished out the toy yep. because the toy was always at the bottom. Mm-hmm. And then your mom would probably yell at you. OK, wait a minute. No, 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 no. You totally that was way too many steps. Yeah. You just had to you stick, just your, stick fist your fist, in fist there. down there. Oh, no, <laughs> I would get the bowl, dump it out in the bowl. <laughs> Rifle through. And then dump it all back in. Yeah, but the problem is is that you would be found because the cereal would go back into the box all mm-hmm. like wide. So yeah, then the box, the box would box expand. Yep. <laughs> so you would be found when you went digging in oh, the box. Oh, I would just go elbow deep into that box of cereal and rifle around until I found my... Tr- and that was the other thing. Woe unto the person who has a sibling because yeah, only God, one no person can get that 
treat. Yeah, you know? I don't know what they used to. Yeah, what did you do? Oh, for we used that? to throw elbows. I mean, it, literally, it was like who's closest. And also, when mom brings the groceries home, and you took a dive for that stuff so that you could get your goodies. So cereal, dear cereal people. For example, do better, Pac Man. <laughs> oh look, it's little dots. They were crunchy, sweetened corn cereal. Okay, fine. Right? That seems lazy. But no. Why? Because um, the Pac-Man marshmallows were Pac-Man shaped and they ate the little dots. Mm -hmm. So when you're a kid, you can put them out. You could dump it out on your... Yeah, and make a whole scene. ...thing and go beep-boop-boop-boop-boop-boop. Yeah, the best one was the Ghostbusters cereal. They actually incorporated both elements of the Ghostbusters logo in the cereal. The grain part was the X, and then the marshmallows were ghosts. Uh, the Cabbage Patch Kids cereal was slightly disturbing because it was, again, that corny crunch experience. Corny crunch. I mean, which is apparently all they can offer us. Yeah. Uh, but it was like a, but it was baby heads. <laughs> Excuse me? Yeah, you literally ate Cabbage Patch Kid heads. Like That's- what? Okay, that's slightly was. disturbing, but I'm kind of here for it. I mean, it was the also 80s. they we look did like weird they're or like 90s, pockmarked, maybe. like they have smallpox or something. Yeah, or I don't know. They all weren't garbage pail kids. Oh, because yeah, right. you know what it was? I bet I'm it looking was the at cabbage. it. <laughs> no, they did not put cabbage. <laughs> no, it was supposed to look like the cabbage. Oh, I thought maybe. It, oh God, it looks like they have some sort of. Issue. Horrible face yeah, issue. It's, it's, okay, oh. that is the most disturbing cereal ever. Oh yeah, I loved it. What did it because taste like? I loved like? all things. I loved all things Cabbage Patch. I. It was just like a corny crunch thing. It literally is like make the flavor of corn in your mouth. It was that. It was just like corny crunch. Make the flavor of corn. I mean, in your I mouth. don't know how else to explain it. It was just a corny crunch. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, pour yourself a bowl of cereal uh, as we have a conversation about Volms. <sighs> it's another publationship. Mm. It's a newer publationship. We'll talk about them when we come back on My Talk 1071. Well, hopefully by now, when you think of the Colleen and Bradley show, you also think of the publationship because we make it our business to unveil publicationships on the Colleen and Bradley show my talk 1071 streaming live at mytalk1071.com everything entertainment Colleen Lindstrom Bradley trainer Hi. Uh, what is a publicationship it's a relationship for publicity and here's a brand new one that we've become aware of we call them volms because we give them names yeah you got to have a name right it's cute like i mean and we are not the first to do that brangelina mm-hmm. Um, shooby doobop. I don't know what other ones are there. Uh, Benifer. Benifer, exactly. Alarmus. Well, we. I mean, we. we cre- <laughs> that one's ours. I, I would like to say I think ours are creative on a level that most people can appreciate. So, anyway, back to not Malm. to pat ourselves on the back. <laughs> I'm just saying we're weird and we know yeah, it. We, um, yeah. Katie we'll, Holmes. We'll show it. Katie Holmes has a new boyfriend, and man, she can't stop putting it in our face. Which really does beg the question. I think she's putting it in his face, too. Right? And he's putting it in her face. And (laughs) frankly, we're all the victims of this huge display of PDA. Um, Most recently, because over the weekend, there was a story in page six about Katie Holmes' new boyfriend being a a major lady killer. He's a murderer? I mean, I hope somebody told Katie. Uh, So... You know, <laughs> this story is so dumb. But literally all New York tabloids are agog with these two. And they've been out and about. So for those of you who don't know, Katie Holmes, of course, the one who escaped from Tom Cruise. Yes, and you know boy, her. we celebrate her for that. We do. We Well, we used to. I'm not so sure now what's going on. I, I'm a little concerned. 
But she has literally started to um, inhale a young man named Emilio <laughs> Vitolo Jr., who is a chef. And I just want, and he's like, he's really enamored with celebrities. So we were like, well, it seems like he wants a lot of attention. So maybe he's dropping hints to the paparazzi, right. like, hey, we're going to be out. But then you ask yourself, wait a minute, why is Katie Holmes sitting on public park benches sucking the face of this um, young 20 or 33 year old uh, chef? Right. Like, that's just weird, because if you're Katie Holmes, do that in the privacy of your own home because you're a major celebrity. She did for years with Jamie Foxx. Yeah. And Tom Cruise, because you never really saw them together. Okay, so here's the thing. I'm going to. Well, I want you to say what you need to say about Volmes, but I just something just occurred to me. Okay, well, put a pin in it, because what I want to tell you about is uh, the way that tabloids are talking about it. So. Um, this past Wednesday, the sidewalk dining scene at Emilio's Bellato was hopping. That's his dad's restaurant. Mm-hmm. Where With all the pictures chef. of celebrities all over the walls. The clubby Italian joint on the north northern edge of Soho is a favorite of celebrities. And all eyes were on one, Emilio Vitolo Jr., scion of the, rest, of the restaurant's namesake Ooh. owner. Oh, big words. Like... Mm-hmm. I thought that was just a... Spin-off of a Toyota vehicle. I was going right? to say it's a he's discontinued a, a marquee of the Toyota, which debuted in 2003. Um, I didn't also understand um, that that is actually the correct use of the word scion, the first generation descendant mm. of a distinguished family. Oh, noted. So he is, in fact, a scion. But who uses words like that? I mean, where do we I get mean, this? Page six? Yeah. Yeah. So, over the past few weeks, um, the 33-year-old with a cheeky grin has become a constant paparazzi target, snapped all over town, making out with his new girlfriend. And literally, all of these photo spreads are of them making out. At the restaurant, as usual, he was bopping around and charming everyone, according to one customer. While I was waiting for a table, he was next to me, chatting with a group. One girl said she was moving to San Francisco. He said, why would you do that? Then he looked at me, waiting for a laugh. <laughs> it was charming. He made me feel like I was a part of that conversation. He has a knack that good hosts what have. What the hell is happening right now? Right? Like, it's... it's- Totally. What am I listening to? It's totally a Saturday Night Live sketch. Oh my gosh. Although flirting may be part of the job, Vitolo, who's also a chef and chef and part-time actor, only has eyes for the normally private homes. Okay, wait, pause for a second. Did we know he was a part-time actor? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, and I use that but term. But we know he's loosely. not a part-time lover because <laughs> <laughs> part-time lover i'm bradley trainer and i'm don mcclain we have a podcast called blinded by the item a blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out it's a guessing game and you can play along the item might be like this a-list star carries a birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Though I do want to look at, while you're telling us what I put a pin in, Okay. Um, I'm going to look up his IMDb. So here, I keep thinking this about Katie Holmes, right? Because I, the question you asked about why is she traipsing all about town you know making out like a teenager with this guy who's like a zero right but 
Um, oh my god. Well, I mean, maybe he's like a four, but I, you know, he's I don't, he's not like caliber of her other exes, right? Well, he's not somebody you would expect the likes of right. Katie Holmes to be like pulling down her face mask to stick the tongue down her throat or vice versa. I've been thinking about what the world of Katie Holmes looks like in terms of, you know, she was very young when she entered into this, what we believe was a contractual relationship with with, uh, Tom Cruise. And it was many, many years of living, you know, probably not as like an equal, not as a normal loving relationship in her formative years. And she ends up being a parent and then somehow gets her wits about her to escape that and then has to have a secret relationship with Jamie Foxx for who knows how long because she's on some sort of gag order from uh, Tom Cruise to not talk about her relationships, right? And then the second that veil was lifted, you know, then she went public with her relationship. But then I'm thinking to myself, you'd have some arrested development if that was your first mm-hmm. major relationship. Mm-hmm. So what we're actually getting right now is a 20-something Katie Holmes. I like that storyline. I don't know if it's true, but I like, I think that that's a very, like, that's a logical Right. So she may be, possibility. you know, she may be just like, I don't really care if he's inviting paparazzi. I am getting hot makeout sessions <laughs> in Central Park. Okay, right? so, yes, and I'm not... Uh, here to say that that's not possible. I do, though, want you to remember the truism that we beat people upside the head with. Which was? Nothing is real and everyone that's smokes. That's true. That is 100% so true. So I'm looking at his IMDB, and he is not... Um, well, how can I describe this? He actually has been doing things since 2013, 2012. Okay. He's been acting so now I'm wondering if he's really trying, to, like, if if she, if this is a publicationship move to try to raise his visibility. Mm. I mean, I guess that's so obvious, right? Like, obviously, that's what a publicationship right. is for. But, like, in terms of acting, he's not just somebody who's sitting on, like, he's not just the chef's son. Right. I mean, he is those things. But by all accounts, his role as a chef is to, like get close to celebrities oh that's interesting because he also wants to be an actor right and And by the way he looks like jordan uh gordon joseph levitt and that lady that he left to be with katie holmes she wasn't getting him any higher profile exactly Mm, when we come back you're being played girl (laughs) katie you're in danger girl when we come back we've got dumb people doing dumb things crazy stupid idiots after this on my talk 1071 dumb people doing dumb things we love to tell you about them on the colleen and bradley show my Talk 1071 streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. And these are your crazy, stupid idiots. Well, then, I guess one could say that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Yeah! Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people. Doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again. Oftentimes in the state of Florida. 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 And sometimes other places. Like New York. Oh, City. what's going on in New York City? Oh my gosh, New I heard York about City. this. I get a rope. I heard about this on Friday and I thought this is both genius and totally idiotic. 
Did you hear about the three MTA employees who turned a storage room below the platforms at Grand Central Station into their own private man cave lounge? Yes. And aren't you kind of jealous? A little bit, but also, are you serious? So they found this this room is not even on blueprints uh, at Grand Central Station. So nobody knew about this room. And these three MTA employees found this secret room that was empty. And they rolled in a futon, a TV, exercise equipment. They brought in a refrigerator. There were beds in there. And they made it into their private man cave. Kind of fascinating. And the only thing that got them caught was when some other employees complained about some stuff going on in there. Uh, Like people getting... Real drunk, oh, and uh, sleeping, sleeping there, oh. and I mean, Doing the thing, yeah, like all kinds of stuff. Oh. They would get drunk and they would party in there, and then they would end up staying overnight. And you know, it was hidden behind a locked door inside a larger storage room. They, a lot of people were not even aware that this room existed, except for these Metro North Transit, um, uh employees authority. yeah authority employees who were like we're just going to make this into our man cave nobody knows about it that just seems like a really great idea that nobody thought all the way through exactly like because you just know like there's always going to be one guy who's going to end up like like kidnapping someone and like keeping them in the in there and then like not feeding them and making them wear like weird things and okay wow you really went to that dark place i'm just saying i've seen law and order you can totally see something like that happening where they were like we thought it was just fun and games we didn't realize he was gonna murder us (laughs) massacre be careful massacre how do you say that as a verb i don't know that you were gonna do bad things to people. I also feel like there's always the one person who takes it from fun to extremely dangerous, right? Also, and I'm also Myrtle uh, the safety turtle, so of course I'm thinking, what's the what escape? Got, what's the escape plan? Yeah, for that what if place? they got locked in and somebody died? That, yeah, because again, nobody secret knows where it is. sounds like it's fun until somebody ends up dead because they couldn't get out. See, this is why you and I could never have a secret no. cave because no. we would play the tape all the way through seven different ways, and there would be six catastrophes that could possibly occur. Yeah. <laughs> Although I would like to direct your attention to the video, okay, wherein we thought it was a good idea to set off a stink, stink bomb. bomb inside yeah. of our workplace. That was that I, I had a feeling that that was going to get brought up. That's a blind spot mm-hmm. we'll never live down. Never ever. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Who's uh, who do you got there? Oh, crazy, stupid idiot! File this under Bible banger. You've heard that term before. No, he was a real. Bu- I'm kidding. Oh my god! I was like, what? <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, of course, I've heard that <laughs> before. Tam- Don't start with me. Okay, sorry, Tam. So, um, I need to t- take you to Florida. Okay, okay. and I want to tell you about a. Um, well, let's just say I want to tell you about a guy named Robert Otis. Hoskins. Okay. He's a real Bible thumper. Okay. He was arrested on Tuesday afternoon. Now, if you if you judge that term and you think I'm using it inappropriately, I want you to keep listening to the story. Don't prejudge, okay. right? Yeah, it's in the book. It's in the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> so Robert Otis Hoskins, this uh, Bible thumper guy, he was arrested Tuesday afternoon after a confrontation that took place at a residence in uh, a Florida 
Ocala suburb called Summerfield. Mm. Now, he was charged with burglary, larceny, resisting, battery, a lot of criminal mischief. Uh, he's 39 years young, and he's now behind bars at the Marion County Jail in lieu of 13,000. Well, you might ask yourself, why? Why? Because. Remember I said he was a Bible thumper. Well, before I get to the thumping of the Bible, I need to tell you that 911 uh, was called, and police responded to this call that was all about a burglary happening. And the burglary apparently was happening at the hands of Mr. Hoskins, who was... By the way, only wearing a pair of uh, gray briefs. So he was robbing somebody in his his underwear. Mm -hmm. And the deputies arrived and they rolled up and they they started to ask him questions because they saw this guy in his underpants and they were like, I don't think this is the guy who lives here. We see London. We see France. Yep. We see a burglar in his underpants. In his underpants. The deputy asked him questions. That's when Mr. Hoskins began shouting at the approach, uh, or excuse me, shouting at the approaching officer. And that's when things got real religious because Mr. Hoskins picked up the Lord's book mm. and threw it at the officer, striking him about the face and jaw. So he literally was a Bible banger. He was banging the Bible upside with somebody the- else's head. Upside the police's head. I have a couple of questions. Okay, sure. Do we know which version of the Holy Bible it was? And was it hardcover or paperback? It looks like one of them, uh, King. I'm just going to say it's a King James. Okay. I don't know. But it looks like it's got those, you know, those like super thin pages. Oh, sure. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it's probably a leather bound chronicle. Yeah. Um, I'm just, you know, because like a study Bible that's got a good hardcover, that might hurt a little bit more. It doesn't have like mine had tabs in it. Yeah. When I went to Sunday school one you year, gotta, they gave us tabs. You so got to put we, your own tabs in. Yeah, we had to. That was a project yeah, one Sunday. They don't come with the tabs. But mine was a good news. This was oh, not good news for Mr. Hoskins. No, no sorry, Bob. Because his Bible landed him in the hooskow. And he's praying to somebody. Mm. Hopefully Jesus, although Jesus is probably busy with some other things right now. I don't know. You're probably right. Um, Anyway, who breaks into their neighbor's house in their underpants? Also, he is wearing um, a cross. It looks like it's actually a rosary. So here was my question. Like, did he bring his own Bible or did that come from the house? Also, he's wearing what appears to be perhaps a rosary and appears to have some sort of bandage on his shoulder. Hmm. So... I don't know. There are a lot of questions. He's a character. Um, God. Oh, oh, okay. Well, mm. drugs and alcohol were involved. Well, okay. Can I just add a little? Do I sure. Time? Okay. Yeah. As he uh, threw the Bible at the police officer, he stated, I condemn you. Oh, So he was. I don't know, maybe, pos- what do you call that? Depossessing someone? Mm, Exorcism. Exercising someone. Mm-hmm. Um, he subsequently was tased. Um, apparently, cops, he told cops that God had directed him to break into his neighbor's home and free the victim's juvenile daughter. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I hope he's getting the help he needs. Me too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Opie doesn't spend a lot of time on the internet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, for my next story, we will be going to India. 
Okay, let's go. I've always wanted to go to India. We will be going to India's Andhra Pradesh state. Okay. Uh, where we will meet 21-year-old Suri Babu, who um, was really, really uh, set on burglarizing a home. Okay. He had been paying very close attention to the comings and goings of the homeowner, knew all the things about where the homeowner kept their money, when that homeowner fell asleep, etc. He had spent a long period of time studying the homeowners and the homeowners' um, patterns. Oh, sure. To conduct this burglary. He was casing the joint. He was casing, but he was like casing like expertly. So I love the way this story is written, by the way, in the Pigeon Express. this My favorite sentence begins with, On the golden night... Meaning the night that uh, Suri Babu decided he was going to commit this crime of burglary, he entered the unlocked house and he slipped into the bedroom of the uh, of the victim. Uh, by that time, the victim was fast asleep. And so Mr. Babu uh, went to get the cash from his bedside table where he knew he kept it. But he did so by crawling under the victim's bed. At which time he realized it was really hot outside, but very cool in the bedroom. And he thought, I might just take a little nap here. Um, so he fell asleep under the bed of his victim, who he was there to burglarize. Under the bed? Under the bed, while the victim is sleeping in their bed. Mr. Babu is snoring. Oh my God. At which point the victim awakens. And realizes there is a human being snoring beneath. Can you imagine, their bed. like you you walk into your room and you hear, "Oh my gosh!" No, not even walk into your room. You awaken, you know, to use the bathroom like one does in the middle of the night, and you hear that rumbling underneath your bed. Also, I'm just really impressed that there like is nothing underneath that bed. That is prime storage real estate at our house. That's true. I'm trying to think now. What's under my bed? Nothing, actually. We don't use that. Really? Yeah. Oh, it's the best. Shoes? Yeah. It's the best. All of our sheets and a little under the bed. I mean, it's just great. Anyway, what I'm saying is nobody could make it underneath our bed to snore, but that was not the case in this story. So the, the homeowner like wakes up, hears the snoring, and he's like, what the heck? And he locks oh my God, Mr. Babu in the room. Well, he had the forethought to like get out of the room, shut the door, and then I would be the afraid that in. like you know, somebody grabbed my finger or my tootsies. <laughs> <laughs> Don't grab my finger. And what would happen? No, me too. I, he, But he flew out of bed and got out of the room and locked the door behind him. So he's locked the perpetrator now in the room. And so the authorities came and they were able to get him out and arrest him. Turns out his family members said of Suri Babu that he ran a small sweet shop but didn't make a lot of money out of it. And he was drowning in debts and thought this uh, theft Aww. would help him out. Aww. And his family admitted that he's an amateur thief. So he Aww. wasn't so good oh my at God. it. Even his family's like, yeah. He's not, he's not really good, good at, at it. At stealing. I mean, he had a good plan, but then the falling asleep part was really where it all went south. Yeah, I feel like this is not... he. You know, Mr. Babu is not alone because mm-hmm. we've read several crazy stupid idiots who've fallen asleep on the job, mm-hmm. right? It's true. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, it's time to play a game. That game is called The Throwback Live. Bye. We're going to do that after this on My Talk 107.1. At NetApp, we'll bring the love of cloud. You bring your passion to change the world. With NetApp, you'll experience secure access to your data 
anywhere, anytime. Running your apps on the clouds of your choice. Machine learning and automation to optimize infrastructure. It's time to unlock all of data's possibilities. What we're doing with the cloud is just the beginning. NetApp, for the love of cloud. Tap the ad or visit netapp.com slash love to see how amazing the cloud can be. Eight out of 10 individuals who visit RMA New Jersey Fertility Center make their vision of parenthood a reality. For more than 20 years, RMA New Jersey's expert fertility specialists and an 83% birth success rate have helped bring home more than 50,000 healthy babies to loving families. RMA New Jersey Fertility Center, building families one healthy baby at a time. Visit rmanetwork.com to learn more. That's rmanetwork.com.